Hey, wacky teacherpreneurs, it's Amanda here. And in this episode, you are going to go on a journey with Jess and I. We're going to discover what your purpose is behind the business you want to start or the business that you already have. We are going to help you by we have questions that you can answer and maybe journal about. So make sure you write down these questions. If you have a pad of paper and a pen, or you can type type them in notes. And we're also going to tell you some stories from our businesses about not having a purpose and where that led. So stay tuned for all of the crazy wacky goodness. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. We're back. Thanks for coming back for episode one. It's a totally different day, totally different time. She's lying. We're batch recording. We are. And this is this is our official first episode, episode zero. We just want to introduce ourselves, tell you our purpose why we're alive, why we're here, why we're in your ear right now. And yeah, um, don't forget to go to wackyteacherpreneurs.com. Did I get that right? Uh Uh-huh. You could get tons and tons of more info and help from us through our business. We'd love for you to come check it out. It's going to be awesome. And also we have a YouTube channel where you can see our weird, wacky outfits. They're virtual. What the heck are you wearing? I'm wearing like those old 3D glasses. Like, did you ever get those 3D books when you were a kid and they'd have these paper glasses inside and then you'd have to look at a drawing and it was drawn in like red and blue, but like a double image and you put the glasses on, it would pop off the page. Like this is old timey 3D stuff. I can't believe you don't know about this. I missed the boat on that. I mean, whoa, you sure did. I didn't think I was that much older than you. And do I look like uh, someone from San Francisco? I don't know. Yeah. I have San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge in my backyard. Backyard. I, it is in my backyard. I mean, I am in the Bay Area, not in San Francisco, though. I'm in the East Bay. I'm where the poor people live. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been to your house. I know, <laughs> but I heard I'm you got a new, I, I heard you got a new kitchen though. So yeah, a new kitchen. We took that old ugly furnace out too. I remember that. It's so nice. Now I should take a picture and send, send it to you anyways, back to our purpose. So episode zero, we talked about the purpose of starting this brand new business. We've basically built this business in seven days. We're going to develop a course about how to do that. It's really easy. Not really. It's a lot of hard work up front, but you can do it. Um, Episode zero was, you know, our purpose. 
the Wacky Teacherpreneur's purpose. Episode one is going to be all about helping you, the listener, find your purpose for your business. And this is actually a six episode series. So um, real quick, what are the six episodes? And, And you should watch them or not watch. What the heck? Well, on YouTube, you could watch it. Listen, should they listen in order? Does it really matter? Oh, yeah, because each one kind of evolves into the next. It's important to go in order. So like for this series, you definitely want to listen to episode one through six, I would say. In order. I I wouldn't mix them up. So episode one, finding your purpose. That's what you're listening to right now. The next episode, we're going to talk about choosing a product or service and really maximizing your skills on that. Because I feel like most people undersell themselves when they're creating their first product. And then... Episode three, setting goals. Episode four, branding. Episode five, selling and marketing. And then episode six, scaling and discovering multiple streams of income. Which is what we're doing now. Yes. Because we already have two businesses, right? I I have like four. Oh, well, I have two now. I used to have more. I can't find you. Oh, there's Zoom. Okay. Uh, So yeah, I mean... Well, I I have multiple streams of revenue, right? So we'll talk about that during that episode. Let's talk about purpose now. Hmm. Yeah. So the first question for purpose is what is your passion and what are you excited about? What do you love about life learning? Like what, what sets your soul on fire? I kind of hate that. I kind of hate that uh, saying, Uh, I think it's really cheesy and awful, but I do, I have coached a lot of teacher entrepreneurs in the past who are new on Teachers Pay Teachers. And they're always like, well, I don't really know what to sell. And a lot of them, they're like, one problem I found is that people feel like they have to sell whatever their experience is in. Like, so example, they've taught kindergarten for 10 years And they feel like they have to create like a kindergarten theme store, but there are a lot of kindergarten theme stores out there. And so one thing I would help them do in that, that coaching business is just like figure out, okay, doing a general store about kindergarten, not the hottest idea, right? So like, how can you find a niche or, you know, something a little more specific that you can focus on? Um, so like, what are you really excited about? I mean, some people are excited about a certain curriculum. Some people are excited about a certain subject or a certain area of teaching. It's not necessarily a grade level all the time. Well, and I think also it doesn't have to even be related to teaching, you know, like it could be something like you and your Christmas ornaments, You know, like it it could be like my sister, she has an Etsy shop and she's so into painting rocks, dot painting. And she's, oh my gosh, she's moved on to, you know, these coffee mug things and soap dispensers. And she's created like, you know, is that a product line? Oh, yes. Different product lines. Um, So, I mean, so like, what are you excited about? Um, what are you really good at? You know, like, what do people go to you for help with? And you don't even have to be that much better than 
other people at it. I don't know. I've read things about this. Like you only need to be like three steps ahead of others really to teach something. Um, have you heard that before? Yeah. I've heard like, if there's something that you've really enjoyed doing for seven years, say that you've, you've been, you've been putting your time and effort into something for seven years, you're considered like a world expert. So think about things that you have just, you, you keep getting excited about the same topic, right? Like you, I'm not saying you have to have seven years experience in it. I'm just saying like, what gets you super excited over time? Like not, you don't want to just go with a fad that you're like, oh, I did this one thing this one time and it was pretty cool. It's, it needs to be something that like, you really like, you could see yourself doing that in your free time. It's like, it's like, what's the most enjoyable part of everything you do during the day? What is it? You yeah. know, everybody has something different that they really like. I mean, besides eating and drinking and stuff, like, what is it? <laughs> well, and I think, you know, that's why we're doing this is because we enjoy hanging out together. And this is so fun. And we have all this free time because we have COVID and we're just like, and, you know, are we going to continue this just for years and years and years? Who knows? who knows, but right now we're having fun with it. Consistency really is important with whatever you pick, but don't feel like you can't change it up later. Like I I really do think that when someone was kind of, someone's born an entrepreneur, which it seems like both of us, especially you with your garage sailing business, when you were 12, like this is like, in your blood, you know, and you're going to be an entrepreneur for life and you're going to have lots of business ideas and you're going to have things that like you're really passionate about one year and then you kind of have to pivot the next year and that's normal. Um, but I also, let's move to the, um, I mean, we're going to tell some stories about some businesses that we've started and like, honestly, there's stories of, us not having a purpose when we started those businesses. But also I think we should talk about before we talk to share those stories is another question you might try and answer is um, like, who do you want to help? Like, is there a group of people out there that's suffering that you want to help and that you get really kind of emotional about, you know, and, and when I think about teachers and their jobs and how little they get paid, I mean, that makes me emotional. I feel horrible for them. And, and, and I mean, I, they deserve so much more money and they deserve so much more free time. And I just, and I, and I, and freedom. And for me, the answer has been having my own business. That has been the answer to gaining freedom. So I'm, you and I just are really excited to help teachers become teacherpreneurs and gain the freedom that we are, as time goes on, acquiring more and more of, right? Um, I mean, we're not there yet. We haven't arrived yet, have we? Um, So who do you want to help? What else? What's another thing that could help people find their purpose? 
Um, well, when you start to focus on who you want to help, then you can, like, if you don't have necessarily a passion, you know, like if you don't have, if you're not like, boy, I really love this one part of reading or cooking or health and fitness, or, you know, like if you don't really have a passion, you know, I think focusing on who, who you want to help and then looking at their problems, you know, I think a lot of people become teachers because they want to help kids, right? Like we want to help kids and kids have a lot of problems, right? And we find solutions to those problems constantly while we're teaching. So that's another thing you can kind of focus on is like, once you think about your ideal customer, like who you want to help. And it's fine. If you still, if you want to have a business still helping kids, that's great. Like that's why most people open a teacher entrepreneurship, right? Because they found something that works for kids and they're like, I want more people to see what works for kids. Like, I really believe that this is the best thing to help them with this problem. Can You can start to investigate other problems or, you know, creative ways of solving the problem. And that's, that's, uh, I think that's the best way to go about starting a teacher entrepreneurship. Like if it's, whether you're a teacher that's starting something outside of education or inside of education is just like, what are the creative solutions for these problems of the people you want to help if, and that's if you don't already kind of know what your passion is and what you want to focus on. Right. Yeah. Cause some now, people's passion is watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah, And honestly, one of my side businesses when I was in college is writing movie reviews is I just want to sit around and watch movies all day long. So I started like this side hustle writing movie reviews. I was obsessed with it. I mean, there's so many things you can do, right? Like there are a lot of different businesses you can have. You could take any passion and flip it into a business, anything. Well, um, and that, that hasn't always been the case, you know, like this digital world that we're living in has all these amazing tools that make it so flipping easy to start a business. Kajabi is what we're using. It is an yes. all-in-one package deal. You can, everything you need is in there. Um, and Kajabi is not the only platform, you know, like Etsy teachers pay teachers. Like these are like platforms that really make it super easy for you to make money online. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about stories about how of us not having a purpose <laughs> and like how, what, 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 what came from that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We were, we were talking about this, like, I think starting with our TPT stores and like why we started them. And, you know, like, I don't think either, I don't know if either one of us had like, um, w- that we planned out our purpose for like actually helping someone or solving problems. Like for me, I just wanted to learn how to make products. How do I make products? And how do I, how do I make money from those products? But I wasn't thinking about like a problem to solve or an area of expertise or people I could help. I just wanted the skill of making products. And I think that was a bad place to start at because my first like 20 products had nothing to do with each other. And I would have no idea who would even use those or who they would help. So goofy and bizarre. I like had a set of grammar posters, you know, just with like grammar tips on them. 
And then I'd make like a something about like dogs, you know, like <laughs> grammar, like my dog report. And then I'd make like, you know, Christmas flashcards. I mean, they just like, why was I doing that? And I wish if I could go back in time, and I thought this would be an interesting question for both of us. If I could go back in time and start over, what would I, what would I do? Like, what would I do differently? And I definitely would, I definitely would, would, uh, I guess they call it niche down, find a really specific problem to solve, worry about the products a little bit later than really thinking about how to solve the problem. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like I started with the products and product creation instead of like, and if I would have started with like a problem, a specific problem, my passion, I think now with my TPT store is like increasing student choice and engagement. Like, I feel like if students have a lot of choices for activities then their engagement is higher. Like, I think when you just give them one activity to do, you have low engagement, low participation, low finishing rate of work. But I think when you give them like a hundred choices, then they can like, I love things like choice boards and choice menus, but I, I go a little bit different route on like research projects and stuff like that. And PBLs, like where they can really have like a, there's a thousand choices out there for what they can do. And I wish I would have started with that because like, that's what I believe in. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about giving kids tons of choices in the classroom. And so they have more fun. And I wish I just had started with that and really that was my heart going into it. I I think I'd have a completely different business now. Well, but you're live and learn your business name. The whimsical teacher fits really well with that purpose. I think. Yeah. And I mean, I started, well, I started with the word girl. That was my first TPT store. And I found out it was a cartoon character. uh, And I didn't want to get sued by like cartoon network someday. So it was, I really liked wordplay. I liked word games. I liked vocabulary units, stuff like that. And so my second choice was whimsical as I just thought that fit my personality. But now I see it does fit my passion and for what I love in the classroom, like it does fit. Like I think having a lot of choices is not really typical in school. I don't think you usually get a lot of choices on your work and what you can do for your work, you know? And I, and, and I think that is whimsical in itself having choice. Yeah. All right. So tell me about you. Like, I know, I know when we met, you had a different store name and, and you were kind of on a different, different path a little bit. Yeah. So I started out with uh, the store name school days simplified. And I started my store. I think I mentioned this in episode zero because I was kind of tired of my husband getting mad at me for spending money on clothes. So I wanted, I was like, I'm going to make my own side business and I'm going to spend all the money I want on my own clothes and (laughs) my own clothes. Um, So yeah, I mean, that was my purpose (laughs) in the beginning. Um, And I made all sorts like you, I made Um, all sorts of random weird things. Um, But one of those things that I made, uh, and I I made it because I made these things because I liked it. I had fun making products. I thought it was really fun um, just making things. When the students came, I was like, oh, 
dang, I have to stop making things and teach them. Um, but uh, one of the products I made is actually one of still one of the top selling products in my store to this day. And it's this government simulation. What does that have to do with teaching writing workshop? Nothing. Um, so, I mean, eventually you were the one who coached me on picking a niche and like being more intentional about the kinds of products and, and like the purpose behind my store, the kinds of products that I was selling that, and, and having kind of product lines and a product line, like what is a product line exactly? You're going to tell us in a second, Jess, because honestly, I'm not clear on what the difference between a product line and a bundle but like writing workshop that was, and you were like, Amanda, don't you realize this already? You're the writing workshop guru. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, what should my name be? And you were like, how about Amanda right now? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so now, I mean, I have a successful business and it's very specific too. It's for middle school workshop teachers, writing workshop teachers. And, um, and yeah, so, and now I help teachers make teaching, writing, engaging, but I also help, I help them understand how workshop can simplify their lives, you know? So going from like making random products because I just wanted some money to hide from my husband to this, it's like, you know, it, your purpose really does kind of change things for you. Um <laughs> change what you make and like the direction of things in your business. Yeah. I think it's funny that we both started out just kind of making product. It's very addicting is you're like, oh, I just made this type of product. What if I did that? And you think more, like I said, a lot, a lot of people think more about the products, learning how to make products more than creating a product line which it's not really on our checklist, but I can go over since you mentioned it. Um, like this is how I always explain it to teachers specifically, but imagine you have a standard, right? Like you have like their, your common core standards and you have like those big standards and then you have the little ones underneath it. Like that's a product line, right? Like where you're getting, like you're hitting every standard in a strand and maybe you have one product for each standard in a strand and then you bundle them together and that's a product line. So right? a bundle and a product line are the same thing. Not necessarily because some people, well, okay. So you, that's one way of going about it is you can do all the standards right now. Some people like to go about it a different way where they take one standard and then they have that product choice that I was talking about, like student choice. So like you have one standard, but then maybe 10 different ways to teach the standard, right? So like they have a standard of, you know, writing paragraphs. I see this one all the time. Like writing a paragraph is very popular between third and fifth grade. Um, different things get added each year, right? But like I can write a paragraph with an introductory sentence and this and this and that. Well, some people teach that with like a graphic organizer and mentor text. Some people teach it with a game. Some people teach it with a slideshow. So like some people actually create like a different product to teach the same standard. So then the teacher has like a choice. So that could also be, I guess that would be more of a bundle, but like in a way 
you could turn it into a line because you could say like, no matter what, how you want to teach this, I have a way for you to do it. Right. So it's, it's really like a product line is just like a whole bunch of products that make sense together. It has to have something that ties them all together, whether it's the same standard or a string of standards. Well, and I I have another example, and this is what I'm doing right now with my TPT store, which, you know, it's okay. I I mean, TPT is definitely not where I make my money. I'm just going to say that outright. You know, I make money with webinars, Um, but like I have a whole bunch of units and they're writing workshop units and each unit has 10 mini lessons and they're all together. It's one product, but right now I'm working on pulling them apart. So each lesson is its own product and then together it will be a product line, right? Yeah, you're almost doing it in reverse, right? Mm-hmm. Where you came up with the giant bundle to begin with. Yeah. And now you're dismantling it and offering each one separate because honestly, you know, teachers have a hectic life and it could be a Wednesday afternoon. They look at their plan book. They need to teach this one specific standard and they're searching that in the TPT search. They're going to find that that dismantled little mini lesson, right? They're going to find that. They might not find your bundle, but they're going to find that. And then it's going to maybe lead them backwards to everything else you've done. But it is really smart to do that. Like it's kind of a, you're kind of like, it's, what do they say? Like begin with the end in mind. Like you started with the end in mind. Like you, you made very, very comprehensive unit. And now you're like, kind of, like I said, I don't want to say dismantling. Pulling it up. I'm just well, I don't know, pulling it apart and making it individual yeah. products. Okay, yeah. back to to our stories. Do you have any other stories of like when you started something with no purpose and like what came of that? I mean, almost everything I've started, I don't really have a purpose. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of type B. Um, I never like, and I did, I just mentioned one of the seven habits is begin with the end in mind. Like you should always have a purpose when you start social media, a business, um, you try out something new, like a podcast, you should have like, what is your end goal with this? And I, I really never have, I've never thought that way. I've just been like, Oh, this sounds fun. I'm going to try this. You know, like, (laughs) Who cares? And like, you know, I've started like, I have a very successful podcast. I have like 1500 loyal listeners. They listen to every episode. And do I ever have like an offer or anything more to give them? No, I never do. So, I mean, I wish like looking back, I wish that everything I started with some sort of, you know, some sort of offer, something that I could monetize something that, I mean, at least with my podcast, I know it kind of lasts forever. Like it's always going to be out there, which is really cool. Like with blogs and websites, the, the info you create is always out there. Right. But I wish like, this is one of my first adventures where I'm actually starting with a purpose, um, kind of leading with a purpose. And like, I feel like I'm a jack of all trades. I know how to do all these things through, through trial and error but, you know, it's through the errors where I learned how to make money from them after I started them and tried them for like many, many years. 
right? Like, you know, I've had my Instagram like, you know, eight or nine years and it's just the last six months that I created the Shopify account and was selling my Christmas ornaments and I became, you know, a top 10 Shopify store uh, for the first quarter of the year. And I mean, it's just like, I don't know, like I do things very backwards and I think this is going to be a fun adventure because I, I, I have learned every time I start something that it's better to start with purpose, right? It's better to start. So, I, I mean, my mistakes, I could, I could go on for hours. How about you? <laughs> do you have anything like that you wish you would have started? I feel like you got way smarter about these things than I did. Like well, because I, quickly. No, I didn't because I hired a coach. Okay. So here's what happened to me. About four years in to my TPT store, I started the TPT life with you and then that fizzled out. Then I started Teachbox, which was a membership with Amanda, one of my besties. And, um, and then that kind of fizzled out. And, and I think it was four years in that I was just like pulling my hair out, like, I'm working so hard and I'm still not making enough money to quit my teaching job. Cause I mean, really that that's like the ultimate goal, right. To quit my teaching job and replace my teaching salary with my, my business um, or businesses. And so, you know, I just, yeah, none, nothing had a purpose except I want to make some money. You know, (laughs) I was just like, I just want to make money. So like, that can't be your purpose though. Like it can't because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I've, I proved that for four years. And so what I did is I was like, okay, I got to spend money. I'm going to spend money. Someone I need to teach me now. Like I hired a coach. I signed up for business. I signed up for B school, Marie Forleo's B school. I spent a lot of flipping money on that thousands and thousands of dollars for B school. I signed up for copy cure. I started shelling out money like crazy for someone to teach me. (laughs) And then I started learning and I was like, oh my goodness, I have been doing everything wrong. You know, like Marie Forleo, like the first, the, like her first module is like, let's do some math, you know, like, and, and have it, you know, and we'll talk about the next episode about setting goals and like the importance of math in business. I'm an English teacher. So math never even crossed my mind, even though I wanted to make money and money like has to do with math. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think I'm smarter than you or whatever. Or like I, I just decided I need help and I got it. I got help. And now I, I realize, yeah, the importance of purpose, the importance of having a plan, the importance of paying attention to numbers, you know? Um, so yeah, should we end it there? Or do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's good. I think this is a good, this is a good, uh, first episode. That's really a second episode. Alrighty then. So until we meet again, episode two, choosing a product or service. So we're going to talk about that next. Stay tuned.
Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.